0: You're you're, you're, you're listening to the podcast for all of the news,
1: notes, and breakdowns for your Ohio State Buckeyes. This is Sons of the Shoe with Nick Wilson and Spencer German. The Shoe is back. Nick Wilson, Spencer German, at your leisure here. Uh, We got a big show for you today. Uh, Bit of panic in college football. Jim Harbaugh moves on officially. Comments on that. Uh, Dan Lanning continues to uh, speak loudly and carry some modicum of a stick there uh, as Oregon enters the Big Ten. Uh, But as always, we are a new podcast. We will perpetually be a new podcast. Please make sure to follow the show wherever you get your podcast: Apple, Spotify, the free Odyssey app, of course, 92.3thefan.com. And if you're watching us on 92.3 The Fan's YouTube channel, please make sure to subscribe. And always leave your comments in the match. We love seeing your comments. Um, Radu always mentions in there. We got, uh, I think, Jim's in there. Uh, Doug's in there. Uh, Pepe's in there. We got a lot of people in the mentions. Love to see you guys. Spencer, how you doing, bud?
0: Can't complain. Um, Happy to be back. I know it's a little Batman and Robin situation here, in the words of Jim Harbaugh, you and me. So always happy to be, be on this with you.
1: I need to know what the Batman Robin situation is. You
0: didn't, you, you didn't hear. Oh, like oh, who's no, no. who you're oh, saying? I know. Who?
1: I know. I know what Jim said. Cause if you're, <laughs> you're referencing Jim Harbaugh saying he wants the relationship with the Chargers GM to be um, Batman like and Batman Robin. and Robin, which I think is probably, he needs to think more about what that dynamic is. I think we're <laughs> like, I think we're like Batman and also Batman. Like I, I think That's you fair. need to give yourself more credit because well, in this fun- case, I thought you were referring to yourself as Robin. You are so much more than Robin.
0: oh, well, the way Jim sort of mapped it out was during the season, I think he's Batman and Hortiz uh, is his, is, is Robin. And then they sort of flip roles in the off season is the way that he worded it. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm sure, I'm sure Jim's really cool <laughs> with being, uh, with being Robin at any point. He seems he- like a guy that likes to be, um, the guy riding in the sidecar, not driving the cool motorcycle.
0: I, I know we're going to talk about some of his comments a little bit later, but in, in relation to that comment specifically, it was interesting because he made a point. Like he was kind of talking, and then like had this side thought where he was like uh, about the hiring of the GM process and who's going to have control of things. And he like threw in like, not that I had any say. He was like, not that I had any control in in who was being hired as GM like or that I was part of the process like he made it sound like it was it had nothing to do with him it was all the the powers that be and the Spanos family and he just was along for the ride which I thought was kind of funny
1: you got to love it and I will I do think Jim Harbaugh is going to be the greatest friend the NFL media ever had cuz that guy can't stop making headlines when he opens his mouth and that is really the antithesis of a lot of NFL coaches they love they love I mean the NFL loves hiring guys who say nary a damn thing. So I will have more on Harbaugh there, but we also heard from Ohio state head coach uh, Ryan day this week and his first comments on the hiring of Bill O'Brien. And, you know, I, I think something that one, I want to get to the the thing that I do think is true that he said, because everything else I think is kind of negotiable about why they hired uh, Bill O'Brien, but you know, in terms of him giving over play calling duties to Bill O'Brien, one of the things he made sure to say in a radio appearance here in Cleveland was, you know, I wasn't just going to do that for anyone. And I think to me, you know, if Ohio State fans, listen, you never know if these hires are going to work out because there's so many things that go into them. And this is a pivotal year for Ryan Day. So working out, I mean, you could win 12 games and still get fired. Like that that's the kind of pressure that's on Ohio State but when he said you know i wasn't just going to do i wasn't going to hand off play calling to just anyone i think that does kind of reinforce that ryan day feels like he got a big game um he you know he caught a, a big game when he when he reeled in bill o'brien and that, you know, if it was Liam Cohen or Jason Candle or a guy who didn't have expe- uh, experience at this exi- this specific level with this specific kind of pressure. And that's the thing we always sleep on with these coordinator hires is the kind of pressure at Ohio State is different than at Kentucky. It's different than if you're the head coach at Toledo. I, I-, I think that was really telling him saying, you know, I mean, it had to be the right person if I was going to hand off play calling duties.
0: Yeah, I think that, um, and I, and I think his 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 point is sound. Like, it, if if it, it's kind of along the same lines that we talk about with the Browns, where Kevin Stefanski, I guess, is mulling over the same decision with the new OC that they brought in, and it's just kind of you trust yourself until you kind of feel like okay, it's time, and that you you're only going to hand it off to the right person. I, I think, like for 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 Ryan Day's sake, I think it's good that he's kind of going about it this way, though, where he's reassessing things and saying, how can we get better? How can I get better? How can I sort of take myself out of being the, the primary play caller and be able to focus on other things throughout the game? Um, And, and I think that just speaks to how this, this offseason in general has played out, where you've had just decision after decision after decision that seems like Ohio State is truly – Going all in and trying to achieve the things that they've fallen short of in in recent years. And I don't know how you can't have any perspective other than, okay, Ryan Day is really thinking things through here soundly. I understand there's going to be people who hate Ryan Day, and we've talked about this a bunch already. There's going to be people who, at every turn, just try to disparage any decision that he makes. And we saw it with the Bill O'Brien decision. As soon as that news came out, I thought it was a great decision. I thought it was a great move. And I was shocked to see the number of people. Yes, it's social media, which is not always the best gauge of how everybody's kind of feeling about things. But there were so many people on social media platforms who were saying, "I can't believe they picked this guy. Like, what has he done? He's never won a championship. He's never won a Super Bowl in all his stints in college in the NFL. Like, what, what's what's up with this guy?" But I think it 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 to me just speaks to Ryan Day is assessing everything and trying to go about this the right way. I, I the only thing the other thing I'm surprised. Uh, I don't know that a lot of people picked up those comments necessarily, but it. Om- I don't want to say it sounds like this, but I know people are going to take it this way, that him saying he was only going to do it for the right person. I There's probably somebody out there who uh, thinks that that's somewhat of a slight towards Brian Hartline. Like, oh, he's not the right person, but Bill O'Brien's the right person. But don't we protect our own at Ohio State? And I, I, again, just want to warn people, I'm assuming that Brian Hartline was sort of in the conversation on this and he understood what was happening. And Brian Hartline has said before he loves Ohio State. Maybe at some point he leaves to take a head coaching job and kind of get his feet wet with that, or at least an OC job somewhere else. I, I think that the I, – I would imagine unless the, the powers that beat Ohio State are really stupid, I would imagine that they are trying to progress Brian Hartline into being eventually – offensive coordinator here and and be able to maybe take over the program at some point. I, I think they're going to try everything they can to keep him here. So I would imagine that he understood what was happening here with the Bill O'Brien hire. And he's not like, maybe he's a little bit slighted by it because there's always ego in this, in this, in that world. But I, I think he at least can find salt. Like I, we haven't heard anything about him being like upset with the organization or thinking that he needs to get out of there, that he's, he, his opportunity is now over. So, I don't know. I, I don't look at it that way, but I'm sure there's some people who will.
1: Yeah, I I think the Brian Hartline thing has become uh, a panacea or, like, almost a tell, actually, that you just don't like Brian Day. Guys, if, if Brian Hartline had a problem with this, Brian Hartline would have left. Like, Brian Hartline doesn't need the money. Brian Hartline had a pretty successful, almost decade-long career where, like, he's doing this because he loves Ohio State. And if, if, you know, Brian Hartline saw this coming and by the way, to what you said, there's no way that you do this without talking to your best recruiter and a guy who has been, who has brought in and, and kind of reinstall that pipeline of just ridiculous wide receiver talent in Columbus. But like Brian Hartline could have been a head coach at Cincinnati two years ago. All right. There's plenty of jobs that Brian Hartline could have had if he simply said, I would like to leave Ohio State like Luke Fickle could have left Ohio State for a decade before he got the Cincinnati job. He could have been the Cincinnati coach probably a decade ago if he wanted to. But I, I get the sense that Brian's pretty happy in Columbus. He's happy being a Buckeye again. And so I think what what's interesting about the, the Bill O'Brien comments by Ryan Day is like you look at it and, you know, there's one part that I think Ryan was telling a half truth because Ryan talked about why the need to bring in a offensive coordinator, you know, quarterbacks coach, a really a, a somebody to run the offense. And he talked about the, the changes in college football and how the priorities of a head coach have changed. I do think that is part of this. So I think it's more of a half truth than a mistruth or, or a lie. Let's also be honest. Like the other half of this is that, People thought you were maybe spread too thin and your in-game decisions. Like we talked about Ryan not having a play-calling personality. And I think it just got to a point where it was a way to buy you more time and to to just change. Like, listen, when you don't meet expectations, and as high as they are, as insane as they might be, the expectation is beat Michigan. Uh, go to the playoffs and have a chance to win a national championship. And you've not consistently done that the last three years. The best thing you can do is keep trying to change in increments. And like, yes, this is a big change, but it's one side of the ball. He's changing, you know, previously he changed the defensive coordinator. Uh, you know, now they're going to divvy up the special teams coordinator across a couple different people. But like, this was the next logical thing to do of, well, I was wrong on a quarterback this cycle. Well, the offense is kind of what let us down. Well, let's go ahead and do – let's bring in another voice. Let's bring in somebody from the outside so people see that I'm willing to change. I think it was equal parts – well, college football's changed, and I think it's equal parts that Ryan Day realized him as the play caller, him as the OC, put himself in harm's way – and, and probably wasn't doing himself any favors, and that giving the optics of I'm going to be the CEO coach is probably a little more manageable than I'm going to be the do-it-all coach.
0: You know what else is funny about this is this is almost like a next-level decision. Like this is the stuff you talk about NFL coaches doing, right? Mm-hmm. You're an offensive coach. You get a job um and are you going to give a play calling or who's going to call the plays it's the same thing if you're the defensive coach sometimes defensive coaches still call the defense sometimes they give it up to somebody else and they focus on some of the big overarching things on game day so this is that type of move and what what i find funny is well it's i think it bears the question like what does this mean for ryan day in terms of going to the nfl again because there's every year Every year we get the reports and things that he has his eyes at some point getting back to the NFL. We know that's where his background was based before he hooked up with Urban Meyer um during, during during Meyer's tenure to come be the offensive coordinator um or the the quarterbacks coach then the offensive coordinator all that. But um so I I'm curious like what this means for him like big picture if he if this is almost him sort of conceding like if I'm going to make it at the next level I also I have to try to show that I can do this here and I have to take a step back and be okay with that. And so he's kind of changing not only for the betterment of Ohio State, I think, this upcoming year, but also for this idea that, like, maybe he's trying to find that path out of college football at some point. And so this is a a a, um, a, a positive thing in terms of him molding and changing and evolving for the, the betterment of the game and for just that next level job that could come his way. But I also think what's funny about that is envisioning – if that were to happen, like say Ohio State goes out this year, Ryan Day in this—I don't want to say reduced role, but the the role where he takes a step back from play calling, gives that up, he's willing to concede that, and he's more the CEO. He goes out, they beat Michigan. All right, box checked. They go out, they win a national championship. Box number two checked. And then he ends up—he ends up being a hot candidate next year for an NFL coaching job when he leaves. What's the reaction going to be from Ohio State fans? Because it's going to be hilarious to me if we go from this year, everybody and their mother being like, get this guy out of here. He can't coach. But then he does all the things that people have asked him to do. He's getting criticized every step of the way. Like, well, this is another reason why he's not a good coach. Uh, He can't call the plays because he's not good at it. Why is he hiring Bill O'Brien? He's clearly panicking. That's why he's bringing in all these players but then a year from now, I feel like the conversation, if he really was going to become an NFL coach because he's showing that he can be uh, malleable in that way, um, I Ohio State fans, I feel like the reaction will 100% be, well, why is he leaving? What are we going to do now? Oh, no, who's going to be our coach? Like the freak out, the spin to freaking out will be absolutely hilarious. in in a year from now, if that were to happen.
1: So, I mean, I think it's like Michigan three years ago, if Harbaugh had gone back to the NFL, there would have been people who breathed a sigh of relief because Michigan hadn't broken through yet. Um, And then the last two years, they obviously did. They were in the playoffs and this year went in the big 10 and the last three years beating Ohio state. So like, I mean, I think it's, I think your point is valid. What I would also say is I, I think sometimes we go too hard in, well, does this mean he wants to go back to the NFL? I think sometimes it's guys just want safety. Guys just want security. And at Ohio State right now, I, I don't know that Ryan Day feels all that safe and secure. And and that's logical, by the way. Like, yeah, yeah. you lost to Michigan three straight years. You haven't won a national title. You haven't won a playoff game since uh, the COVID year. So I think some of this just makes sense. Like, and I a great job can be the greatest job you ever had a great job when you're failing to meet expectations can be a noose around your neck. And I think that's a lot about Ryan day, trying to make this job back to the greatest job back back to what it was the first couple of years where all anybody did was praise Ryan day. I think that's kind of where we are. All right, guys. Uh, what are your thoughts on Ryan Day's comments on Bill O'Brien as the hire, saying he wouldn't have done it for just about anyone, praising Bill O'Brien's um, experience, 31 years in football, and, and also talking about the changing landscape of college football. Leave all those in the uh, in our mentions there, either at Nick Wilson says, at Spensito underscore on X or uh, on the 92.3 The Fan YouTube page. When we come back, panic in college football is the sky falling but first uh, a word from our sponsors